most of us, as our brain and psychological abilities develop and as we are socialized and conditioned to relate and show up in very specific ways, we lose access to this very important communication system. The socialization we go through as we develop doesn't usually include paying attention or keeping the connection with this internal communication system. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you also to all of you who participated last month in my birthday celebration and to the winners of the raffle in which I gave out communication goodies, including a 45-minute language alchemy communication session. Now, whether you participated or not, I thank you. And whether you're here for the first time or whether you've been listening to the Language Alchemy podcast since the beginning, I want you to know that you belong here. This is the space where you learn to connect to your capacity to show up as the conscious, mature adult you are and communicate with clarity, confidence, and compassion. As we move into the last four months of the year, I know this year is going so fast. Well, this time of the year, it's good to start the process of self-reflection. When we engage in self-reflection, we get to look at how we have been communicating, how things are so. And then we get to reflect on whether we want to continue communicating the way we've been doing it or whether we want to communicate differently. It is through self-reflection that we also get to connect to our deepest longings of our heart so that later on we can direct our attention to taking the necessary actions to communicate in a way that truly represents the mature, conscious adults we are and be able to fulfill those deep longings. Sustainable transformation happens when there is self-reflection. You may believe that influencers are only in the social media space or in your mobile devices, but actually the main influencer is within you and it is constantly guiding you as to how to relate to yourself, to your life, and to others. So for the next many episodes, I am going to guide you through self-reflections so that you can either be aware or deepen your awareness about the most influential language in your life, the language of your internal dialogue. In this episode, you are going to take the first step towards understanding your internal communication system. Are you ready? Okay, then take a deep breath, open your heart, relax your mind, and enjoy learning. When we come to the world, we don't have language right away. 
At least I've never met someone who was born speaking a language. <laughs> and we don't have the brain development to be able to be aware of what's happening. However, from the very start, we are born with an internal communication system. This internal communication system is a way for us to know how we are in the moment, and it tells us if there's anything that needs to be done about it. Unfortunately, most of us, as our brain and psychological abilities develop, and as we are socialized and conditioned to relate and show up in very specific ways, we lose access to this very important communication system. The socialization we go through as we develop doesn't usually include paying attention or keeping the connection with this internal communication system. This was certainly true for myself as I had lost access to my own internal communication system and I had to learn to find it and re-engage with it. It's also true in my work with my communication coaching clients and students all of them, without exception, had lost access to their internal communication system. And in our work together, they learned to reconnect with it. So what I'm going to share with you is something that is doable. I have done it with myself. I've learned to reconnect to my internal communication system. And I've taught hundreds of people to do it. Today, you are going to learn how to do this. Now, I want to be very clear. It's not that we lose our internal communication system. It's that we lose our ability to connect to it. When we were raised and schooled by loving and well-intentioned parents and academic systems, we were encouraged to take our attention somewhere else. We were not taught how to keep fostering the connection with this very valuable internal communication system. So little by little, we stop using this amazing communication system that is at the foundation of authentic communication. In this episode, I am going to teach you what this internal communication system is and how to reconnect with it so that you can communicate authentically with clarity confidence, and compassion. So first, I'd like you to picture yourself as a baby. And if that is not doable for you right now, then picture a baby. Could be a baby you know. Just know that for the next few minutes, I am going to refer to this baby as you. So you as a baby, came to this world in a human body. A human body that had lots of needs. Needs for comfort, whether you were born in a hot environment and sometimes your little body needed some cooling, or maybe you were born in a cold environment and your little body needed warm clothing, blankets, right? And several times a day, your little body got wet. Your little butt got soiled. And you needed someone to change you, to keep you dry so that you would be more comfortable. You also had needs for nourishment. Your little body got hungry and you needed milk or formula or some other kinds of foods later on. But your body had that need for food. Alongside with food, you needed water or some kind of fluids 
and you needed clean air for your little lungs to breathe and continue developing healthily. Of course, you also needed rest. You could not be up the whole time. Your body went through something incredibly massive, being born. That took a lot of energy, so you needed to rest. And your brain, wow, your brain was absorbing so much information, getting stimulated with so much data, learning so, so much that you needed to rest. And in order to rest, you needed some kind of shelter that was conducive to resting. And what happened when some of those needs were present? What happened when you were cold, felt too hot, hungry, tired, wet, thirsty, uncomfortable? Well, what happened was that your body let you know immediately. Yes, your body communicated a sensation to you. And because of the sensation that you felt in your body, you cried, you made little noises, you sneezed, you yawned. And this is how you communicated to your caregivers. And hopefully you got clothing, clean diapers, food, a quiet environment to rest, or whatever it was that you needed. So your internal communication system communicated something to you and in turn, you communicated that to someone else who was in charge of taking care of you and who was in charge of taking the necessary actions to meet your needs. Now, while you came to this world in a little human body, you also came to this world as a sentient, conscious, and social being. This means that you also had other needs in addition to your physical needs. Sometimes you felt scared in this big space outside the womb, and you needed another kind of comfort. You needed comfort from the experience of fear. Some other times you felt frustrated because you wanted something and you got something else instead. You needed comfort for that feeling of frustration. The comfort came as an experience of holding, a sense of safety that was provided by human connection. Many times through contact with others, through touch, you heard some words, a sweet tone of voice, and all those things helped you because your little brain was already wired or predisposed to have not only physical needs, but also safety and connection needs. When you had these needs, these needs for safety and connection, your little body through your nervous system also sent you a signal right away. Just like when you were thirsty or tired. In this case, sometimes you trembled. Sometimes your heart produced faster heartbeats. Sometimes you had some kind of contraction in your little chest or your limbs or your lips, your face. And once again, when these signals were received, you also made some noises. Maybe you cried or you did something and you showed with your body that something was going on. And many times, 
someone was there to hold you. Hopefully, someone was there to soothe you, to help you, in this case, regulate the big experience that your nervous system was having, to calm you down, to connect with you, to reassure you that you were safe, to help you be more at ease, more relaxed. I'm telling you this little story of you to help you understand that when you came to the world, you relied on your internal communication system, not only to sense that something was happening, that something was needed, but also to communicate it to another human being, the human being who was tending to you. And that communication led to very specific actions many of them helpful actions. That communication led your caregiver to feed you or hold you or shush you or rock you in their arms. In fact, if you didn't have any kind of access to your internal communication system, you would have not survived. You would have not grown to be the wonderful, capable and compassionate adult that you are now as you are listening to this podcast. In time, though, as other parts of you developed and you got socialized and conditioned to turn your attention to your thinking mind, little by little, you relied on your internal communication system less and less. If you haven't figured it out already, your internal communication system is a felt sense in your physical body. Some kind of sensation that communicates to you that something is happening. Sometimes it may be sweaty hands, a butterfly sensation in your stomach. Other times it may be a dry mouth, a lump in your throat, shallow breathing, a pleasant flow of energy down your spine. This internal communication system lets you know what's going on. And it also lets you know what you need or what's needed. And it leads you to consider the actions that can help fulfill those needs. But if you don't know what's going on inside, you don't know what you need or what's needed. You don't know how to communicate it, let alone how to ask for it, or what to do about it. If you want to communicate authentically, you can't just do it with your thinking mind or simply by using techniques to communicate effectively. Why? Because when you do that, you are missing a huge amount of valuable information. The information that only comes through your felt sense. So as we start this series on self-reflection, you need to be able to understand your internal communication system and reconnect with the felt sense of your experience. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, one of many about self-reflection, I talked a lot about our internal communication system. I had you go way back when you were a baby and you were born to help you understand about your internal communication system, its usefulness, and 
to help you see that you have disconnected from it. But it's there. You have it. I share that we all have this system. We just lost access to it. But you can find that access again. And if you want to communicate authentically with others, have healthy, intimate relationships, and thrive in life, then you need to reconnect with your internal communication system and listen to your felt sense. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao! Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.